2022 ACB Virtual DC Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 15th. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you're an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-DC-Leadership-Meetings. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to In the Kitchen with Courtney and Carrie. Today is Sunday, February 6, 2022. Tonight, we're going to be making Southwestern egg rolls chili style. Um... So I'm Courtney, and if you would like to get in touch with us, Courtney or Carrie, you can email us at acbcooks at gmail.com. Be sure to join our listserv at acbcooks, the plus sign subscribe at groups.io. That way you can get the recipes that we cook every week, and sometimes you get a little bonus. So be sure to go over there and get that done um, sometime tonight so you'll have the recipe tomorrow. All right, so I want to turn this over to Kayla for her to give the commands, and then we'll get started. Hi, Kayla. Hello. All right. This meeting is being recorded, so if you could please stay muted if you have... Oh, we lost you, Kayla. Kayla, are you yeah. there, hon? Okay, we got you back, I think. Courtney, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am, I can hear you okay. now. I'm so sorry, I'm not sure what is going on. Um, so if you are on a PC and to mute and unmute is a toggle, it's going to be Alt-A. To raise your hand, it's going to be Alt-Y. If you are on a Mac, to raise your hand is going to be option Y, and to mute and unmute is Alt-Shift-A. If you are on a landline, star 6 will mute and unmute you, and star 9 will, mute, will raise your hand. If you are on a smartphone, in the bottom left-hand corner is a mute button, and under the More tab will be your raised hand button. And back to you, Courtney. Courtney? Okay. <laughs> She's muted. Oh. Okay. Now I'm unmuted. Okay. Um, so last week, um, kind of give an update on Carrie's recipe. Uh, she cooked the French dip. And so it sounded delicious. So I tried that over the weekend. 
And let me tell you, it was amazing. Um, if you were here last week and you'll recall, it called for two cups of water. So I'm, I'm a rebel in the kitchen, also with my crafting. So I was a rebel and I used a can of beef broth in place of the two cups of water. And oh my goodness, it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, and then the gravy that was left over um, made vegetable soup last night. and poured the gravy mixture in with the soup and it just took that soup up another notch. So there's you some tips there on what to do with your leftovers. Well, Courtney, before we get started, I want to say thank you because like I said, that recipe has been in my family for over 20 years. And I told my sister what you did and she had an aha moment and she absolutely loved your idea. She was so thankful to be able to turn it up a notch. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. All right. So tonight we're going to be cooking the Southwestern egg rolls. And I'm going to ask Kayla to read over the ingredient list and then we'll get started. Kayla? Oh, my goodness. We're losing Kayla. Oh, Kayla, don't get lost. Okay, my internet is unstable and I'm not sure why because it's okay. unstable all day. But um, my apologies. So for the Southwest egg rolls, the ingredients are going to be eight ounces of, of chicken breast cooked and shredded, one tablespoon of oil, one fourth cup bell peppers minced, one fourth cup minced green onions, one half cup frozen corn, one half cup uh, canned black beans rinsed and drained, and a fourth a cup of frozen spinach thawed and drained, and two teaspoons of pickled jalapenos chopped, one teaspoon taco seasoning, and three fourths cup Monterey Jack or cheese of your choice. And the last ingredient is eight seven-inch tortillas. All right. Thank you, Kayla. All right. Thank you. So I've done a lot of the prep work. Um, I try to do that to make the cut down on a lot of the noise and also to make the recipe go a lot quicker. So I have already minced my peppers, uh, my onions, I chose to use cilantro instead of spinach. So I have um, washed and chopped my cilantro and uh, jalapenos. So, and then cooked my chicken and minced it up as well. Um, to mince something means to cut it into tiny little pieces. Um, if you are have some experience in the kitchen you, you've used either minced onion or minced garlic so you know it's like little bitty pieces of those items so um how I did my pepper I took the pepper and I stood it up on its end on the bottom end stem end up and I took my knife I put it close to the outer part of the stem and I cut straight down so it's like you're cutting a wall off of your pepper. I turn it one quarter turn, cut the next side off. And I continue doing that until I have four sides cut off. That alleviates a lot of the seeds 
um, all of your seeds stay kind of compact in their little casing there. And then I take my sharp knife and I cut out the membrane out of the inside of the pepper. Once I do that, I um, rinse my pepper really well to make sure that I get all the seeds out and, um, you know, all the yucky stuff on the outside just to make it edible. Um, then I start cutting it into about um, quarter inch strips, if even if that wide, and I cut it in two tiny little strips. Then I start cutting those strips into little bitty pieces. You can also uh, put it in a food processor or a mini chopper, or if you have the alligator chopper, like I discussed a few weeks ago, you can also put it in that. And I did the same thing with my green onions. Um, I just trimmed off the ends, pulled off all the yucky parts of the green leafy section of the onion, rinsed those very well. And then I just started cutting them into little bitty pieces. Um, so I am using canned corn instead of frozen corn. So I dumped a can of corn in there along with my peppers and onions. I have a can of black beans. I um, chopped up a bunch of cilantro and that's, that is a technical cooking term. So I did get a bunch of cilantro and rinsed it and dried it off well. And to use cilantro, you want to strip the leaves off of the stems. And to do that, you just start at the top of your cilantro, piece of cilantro, slide your fingers down. And those leaves will come right off the end there. So, and I stuck those in my mini chopper, chopped those up and put my jalapenos in there with the cilantro, chopped those up in there with that. And then I sprinkled my seasonings in there. And let's see here. And I put my chicken in there as well. Mix it up thoroughly. And now it's ready to fill my flour tortillas. I have also shredded some um, Monterey Jack cheese. No, pepper jack, excuse me, pepper jack cheese, because I like, I like my stuff a little spicy. And so I grated me some of that. And so we'll go ahead and get started. Again, I have done a lot of prep work. So, um, so I'm, I'm only going to make two more here because that's all the flour tortillas I have left. So you want to um, take your mixture and you want to mix it up thoroughly in a, in a big mixing bowl. And so that's what I've done here. And I um, couldn't find my quarter cup measuring spoon. So I just got just a regular serving spoon. And so you put about a quarter cup to a third cup mixture down the center of your flour tortilla. And kind of spread it out, kind of make a line, kind of a thick line. And you want to make sure that you don't do like me and put it off the side of the flour tortilla and onto the countertops. So you want to kind of even that out just a little bit, make sure you have, you know, some flour tortilla on the ends, because we're going to, I'm going to teach you how to roll this in just a second. And you want some on all four sides. Who knew that a circle could have four sides? So but you're making like a rectangle, a pile, like a, a, your vegetables and meat in, in the shape, kind of a rectangle on, in the center of your um, 
tortilla. And I'm leaving, let's see here, I mean, about three finger widths from either side. There's a little bit more on the top and bottom. So at the six and 12 o'clock positions um, of my tortilla, but on the nine and three, there's about three finger widths on the side there. All right, so now that I have my mixture on there, I am going to sprinkle some of my shredded cheese. Um, you can use any kind of cheese you want. To, if you don't like the pepper jack or the Monterey, like the recipe called for, use cheddar, use whatever you like. And the thing about cooking these at home, one, you get to choose what you put in them. And two, you get to add as much cheese as you want in there. All right, so now that I've got my uh, mixture on top here, now it's time to roll the burrito or the egg roll. So I take the nine o'clock side and the three o'clock side of my flour tortilla and I fold them inwards toward the center of the tortilla, okay? Um, there we go. You want to make sure that your filling is, if it's not completely covered, then most of the way covered, okay? Now, you still have two open ends, one at the 12 o'clock position and one at the 6 o'clock position. Now, you take your 6 o'clock position and you fold it upward toward the 12 o'clock position, okay? And then you just start rolling it away from you like you're rolling a cinnamon roll. So, and you roll it very tightly. So you roll and then you keep tucking your sides in a little bit because they're gonna to wanna to kind of shoot out there. And you fold that in gently. I think I got too much filling in my tortilla. And then you just keep rolling, tucking and rolling, tucking and rolling. Yeah, I got too much filling in there. And you're saying, how do you know if you got too much filling in there? When your flour tortilla starts to rip open, you got too much filling in there. All right, so that's one with cheese. And we're gonna make another one without cheese because some folks in my household don't like cheese and that's okay. See, again, that's the beauty of cooking from scratch and cooking at home. You can put in what you want and leave out what you don't. So, all right, so I'm just filling my last tortilla with my filling mixture, trying not to get too much right now. All right, so yeah, I think that's good. So again, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take, we've got our filling that's in kind of a triangle, uh, not a triangle, a rectangle here, with about three, two or three finger widths on the left and right side. So you're going to pick up the left side and you're gonna fold it over toward the right side. And you're gonna pick up the right side and fold it over toward the left side, okay? So you've got that folded there. All right, now we're going to start doing our tuck and roll. So we're gonna fold the six o'clock and up toward the 12 o'clock, just kind of toward the center. And then we're gonna start rolling and then tucking in our edges that way our filling doesn't fall out. And we're going to just tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. 
Okay. Kayla, do we have any raised hands? Well, we Courtney, do not at this question. time. Courtney, um, now your, your tortillas are really folding very easily. You have that secret of how to do that? Yes, I do. So most of your flour tortillas, when you purchase them, they will be in the refrigerated section, um, usually around the produce or the dairy section. So it's a good idea if that's where you buy them from is, you know, a refrigerated section, you want to keep it in a refrigerated environment. So um, what I did with my tortillas, I took them out of the fridge and I put them in the microwave. Um, you know, some people will probably cringe when I say this, but I just opened them up. They're in a plastic zippy bag. I opened them up, put the whole package in there in the microwave and just heated them for like 30 seconds to soften them up. Um, and it makes it easier to roll your, um, your tortillas. So, and so that's, you can also, you know, I've heard of people wrapping them like in um, wet paper towels or a tortilla warmer, something like that, just to, um, you don't want to get them hot, but you just want them to kind of get room temperature just to knock the chill off of them a little bit. Yeah, they're okay. just a little bit more pliable when they get that warmth in there. Yeah, they are. Thanks for reminding me about that, Carrie. No problem. All right. Do we have any questions, Kayla? Yes, um, Jane. Okay, go ahead and unmute. Hi. Uh, what is the easiest way now that we're going to um, fry them in like a skillet or something? I've got an electric one, but I'm kind of scared of the oil splattering okay. everywhere. Um, what is the easiest way to, to you know, do okay. that? So what I am going to do tonight, uh, and then I'll talk about some other methods as well. I'm going to cook mine in the oven. Um, just for basically noise reduction reasons, um, because, you know, uh, um, when you're fry frying with grease, that gets noisy sometimes, and even the air fryer, it's noisy. So I am going to, I have put mine on a foil-lined plate, uh, not plate, um, sheet pan, and sprayed it with cooking spray. And I've been looking for my cooking spray, I don't remember where I put it. Um, and then I'm going to spray the tops of them. That way they kind of get crispy as well on the top. Um, cooking with grease, it's the first time, yeah, it's it's a bit scary. Um, but once you get past that point, it's it's not so hard, not so scary. Um, you need to make sure that there is nothing around your fryer. So your countertops are clean and there's nothing around it that could catch on fire, like a dish towel or napkin or something. Let me shove these. I couldn't find my cooking spray. So I'm just going to go ahead and shove these in the oven real quick. Um, and then we'll get back to the frying. So I have preheated my oven to 350 degrees. So I'm sliding those in there. Look, my no oven mitts. Okay. And I'm going to cook them for about 10 minutes and then I'm going to flip them over or try to anyway and cook them for 10 more so they get crispy on both sides. Okay. Ziggy, start 10 minute timer. 10 minutes starting now. Awesome. So um, there is my cooking spray. 
we're not going to use that now. So what I do when I'm cooking with oil, uh, yeah, yeah. Ziggy, stop. I apologize for that. So what I do um, when I start prepping my ingredients, I go ahead and put my oil into my fryer. And go ahead and get it turned on, set it at 350 um, because the, the recipe said to cook it at 350. That way that oil starts heating up while I'm doing my prep work and I don't have to stand there and wait on it. Then um, when I get ready to cook with it, I grab, this may not be the you know most technical way to do it, but I grab my uh, talking meat thermometer and I stick it in my oil and see what the oil temperature is. And you want it to get about maybe 375 instead of 350 because once you start putting cold things in hot oil it's going to bring down the temperature of that oil so you want to get it to about 370 375 and then put your egg rolls in there most of the um, fryers come with a basket which is a lot easier for me anyway and so I just you know would put as many egg rolls in the basket as would fit. So I think in mine, three might fit at a time. And then uh, just drop them in there. And you cook them about 10 minutes and take some tongs and you want to kind of flip them about halfway through just to make sure, I'm cleaning off my counters while we're talking. Um, you just, just to make sure that they get done on both sides. And you can tell a texture difference when, um, when they start crisping up and getting done. So just kind of notice that you'll notice, you know, when you touch them with your tongs or, or whatever you're using to get them out of the, um, out of the grease, that they are crispy there and that there is a texture difference. And so in about 10 minutes, you know, just take them out and, um, and they should be ready to go. Just put them on some um, paper towels or over some kind of rack to let them drain to kind of, you know, get some of that grease off there. Um, so that's that's what you would do there. As for the um, air fryer, um, I haven't tried them in the air fryer, but I would put it at 350. And once it reached the temperature, then I would put my egg rolls in there. So however many will fit in your air fryer, set them on for five minutes, flip them, for, and then cook them for another five minutes, and they should be done. And so in the oven, I'm putting them on for, um, excuse me, for 10 minutes, and then I'll flip them and cook them for another 10. That way they're crispy on both sides. Did that answer your question, Jane? Yeah, um, and I'll listen to the podcast later on, but yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And you know, you, you know how you can get in touch with me if you need to later, so but thank you for coming and thanks for asking your questions. Okay, Kayla, do we have any other hands? Not at this time. Oh, Tori. Hi, Tori. Hello. Um, not a question, a um, suggestion, because um, you, you were saying about um, adapting them to personal tastes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So. I was just going to say a great way to make them meat-free would be to use mushroom in place of the chicken. Yes. Um, mushrooms, or if you want to use lentils. Um, I've done a black bean and lentil chili before, and 
my husband didn't know that it didn't have meat in it. So the so the, the lentils were made a really good uh, substitute for for beef. Thanks for that, Tori. Okay. All right. Any more hands, Kayla? Nope, not at this time. All right. So, Carrie, what are yes, some of your tips and tricks on how you cook your egg rolls? Well, um, I have a tendency to overstuff my burrito-style tortilla. So a lot of times I will take a toothpick and um, poke it through the top of the um, egg roll and go all the way down to, you know, to the base and hold it because, again, Courtney, I'm, I overstuff because I love my feeling. And so mm-hmm. that is definitely something I do there. The other thing is, is I kind of mix up the whatever um, in the um, in the refrigerator. You know, if I have mm-hmm. leftover ground beef, I'll use ground beef instead of chicken. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I just kind of make it my own. Um, like I said, I, I usually follow the recipe the first time to the exact tea. But after that, I like to play with mine and kind of just do whatever. Yeah, that's the way I like to cook as well is make it exactly the first time and then say, okay, it needs this, it needs my touch, you know? <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and something important about this recipe, if you'll notice, is that there's no salt and pepper in there. So if you're a salt person and a pepper person, you, you know, that's something to make your adjustments to. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing we did do one time, um, I won't do it for myself personally, is we did add some cayenne pepper and some chili flakes um, it was a little warm for me, but some other people loved it. Yeah. So I've got some more flour tortillas and I still have some filling left and some cheese left. So I'm going to go ahead and make those up while we're waiting on the first batch to cook. So I know I won't have to cook the rest of the week just about it. <laughs> we got soup left over. So um, we do right. have another hand. Okay. All right. Linda. Hi, Linda. You. Hi, Courtney. Um, can you use uh, corn tortillas in place of the flour tortillas? You can, but I don't, it, it won't have, of course, the same flavor or texture. Um, and again, you would be careful about, you know, overfilling them. But yeah, if you want to use corn um, or if you want to, you know, um, some in the community, I know. Uh, cook gluten-free so if you wanted to cook gluten-free you could do that Um, use the gluten-free tortillas I can't say flour because it's not really what it is Um, so yeah feel free to make this your own Um, you know if you have dietary restrictions for some reason or just a taste preference yes go ahead use them just know that you know you're probably not going to cook the corn tortillas as long as you would with the flour tortillas um and they're going to be very very crispy when you eat them and the other thing to remember when you use the corn ones when you roll and tuck roll and tuck they may split more because they're not as pliable as the flour ones right so so just kind of keep that in mind too it's no big deal right and Something maybe to kind of help with that, you know, I said, uh, you know, kind of heat them up in the microwave some. Also, 
maybe take your corn tortillas and, you know, maybe cut, put a couple down and then put a layer of wet paper towels and then put a few more down and wet paper towels. That way they don't dry out when you're heating them up in the microwave. Um, just gives them a little more moisture there. All right. Do we have any hands, Kayla? Nope, not at this time. Okay. All right. So I'm going to be working on these, <laughs> and I'm going to get Carrie to tell us what is going to be coming up next Sunday night. And, yes, we will be having a call. I do know that the Super Bowl, my husband has reminded me, the Super Bowl will be airing during this time. So, But we're still going to have our call. So, Carrie, you'll tell us what you're going to be cooking up next week, huh? Well, I'm going to dial 1-800-PIZZA, and that's going to be my <laughs> dinner. There you go. There you go. Yeah. But, 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 you know, next weekend is a busy weekend. You know, you have the Super Bowl on, sat, um, on well, Saturday and Sunday, because you have the pre-games and the pre-shows and everything. And so about the time halftime starts, you're going to say, oh, my goodness, Valentine's Day is tomorrow, and I haven't done anything for my hubby or my children or their teachers, you know, and then you're in a world of hurt. So I have a recipe, it's called red velvet sandwich cookies, and they are a four ingredients, super simple, and you can make them um, ahead of time if you want to, or you can make them during the halftime and then then you can package them and send them off to your kids and all the teachers are going to think you spent hours and hours just making them a special treat. All right. Sounds yummy. Yeah. Ziggy. Stop. Okay. Yeah. My timer would go off right in the middle of my rolling and tucking. So let's, let's get these out of the oven and get those flipped. And with this recipe, there um, is an additional recipe on how to make the avocado ranch dip um, for the egg rolls. I am not an avocado person, so I opted not to make them uh, this, make the dip this time. But you can do that. Um, Carrie, do you make the avocado dip? I do make the avocado dip. I, I am an avocado lover. And so it's, you know, it's pretty simple. The only thing I don't like about the recipe um, is it takes a half an avocado. And so that leaves that question mark of what do I do with the other half? So if you make the, the um, avocado ranch, you can make it two ways. Of course, you can cut up your one half of your avocado and then add it to regular ranch dressing, or you can add the dry ranch and then um, make the mixture. Um, but with the leftover avocado, I have it for breakfast on my toast and I have the avocado toast, which is to me a great little breakfast if you like avocados. Because right. nothing goes to waste in this household. Yeah, um, I know Jason and I were not, I mean, he's just not a vegetable fan. I mean, he will eat these, um, but we're just not avocado fans. So, okay, those are very hot. And I tried to use my tongs to flip these over, but for those that were, um, that split because somebody overfilled them, um, they're a little more difficult. 
So I'm just kind of, ouch, 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 ouch. All right. Okay, I don't know that I'm going to be able to flip those as well. Okay, we're just going to leave those as is. And we're going to stick those in for another 10 minutes. And I think they will be done. They are probably done now but we're just going to make sure of course of course they're done you just want to make sure they're heated through um because you didn't yeah you put some raw ingredients like your peppers and onions and cilantro but everything else is cooked it's like your chicken and your beans and your corn ziggy start 10 minute timer 10 minutes starting now so ziggy, Courtney, stop go ahead so he won't answer me oh. So, you know, you had asked for my, some of my tips on, on making this recipe um, earlier. And one thing I do want to um, share with everybody is I'll take this recipe and either double it or triple it because it's a lot of ingredients. And, yes. you know, it's, so if you make a big batch of it and you're in that mode, and you'll know what I mean, of tucking and rolling, tucking and rolling, tucking and rolling over and over and over. And by the end of it, you are an expert burrito roller, by the way. Yes. I will cook what I want for my dinner or for a snack. And then the ones that I don't bake, I will put in a freezer baggie and freeze them. And then when I want one of them, I can pop them out, put them on the cooking sheet like you did, spray them with a little bit of Pam, you know, like the cooking spray, and follow the recipe from there. Even frozen, you can go straight from frozen to the oven with this type of. Um, um, appetizer it's wonderful right so you know you could go ahead you know get your ingredients for this for sunday and um go ahead and make them up during the week stick them in the freezer and then all you have to do is pop them in the oven and people think you slaved all day so i want to hear from you guys and gals out there what are some of your favorite super bowl snacks or foods to fix so kayla do we have any hands that might have questions or any hands at all not at this time okay so if you would like to share one of your favorite say appetizers or in my house sometimes i call it football food um there's um you know super bowl appetizers game day treats raise your hand let us know we have a phone number. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to read it. I'm so sorry. 516. Hi, area Jill. Code? Jill, okay. Hey, Jill, how are you tonight? Hello. Good. Um, Good. I had a question about, um, you said you sprayed something on top to make it crisp up in the oven? Yes, uh, it's just my cooking spray. What I spray my cooking pan oh. with? Yeah, I just spray oh, the tops okay. of it um, of my egg rolls. So like a pan, like a pan spray. Yeah. Type. Mm -hmm. oh, yes, ma'am. Okay. So that's yes, a good trick. Um, mm -hmm. And I wanted to say I made the curry chicken and I made the French dip, and they were both really good. I'll definitely make those again. Great, great. Thanks for your Great, feedback yeah. on those. Thank you so much. Yeah, they were really good. And they were so easy. I, I think just like going through the process of listening to you guys do it. And then, you know, I already have an idea in my mind of 
you know, how it's done and then it makes it so much easier. Like I feel like I've done it already and then I actually do it. So um, they were great. And uh, I'll probably make these for um, Sunday. Awesome. As an appetizer. But normally I just have, uh, yeah, I never really cooked much before. So um, I'm learning and and uh, okay. getting more into wanting to do stuff like that. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad that yeah. we are helping you make a change. So, yeah, good my deal. Husband, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are welcome, Jill's husband. <laughs> yeah, he, he likes it too. So, yeah. Okay. Well, thank right. you. Well, thanks for sharing, Jill. Thank you. Wow, right, Courtney, thanks. does that make your heart full or what? Yes, it does. It does. It does. Good. All right, Kayla. Do we have any other raised hands? Hey, Linda. Um, Hi. I believe you said you added eight ounces of chicken. Um, Yes, ma'am. Was that like one, maybe chicken breast or maybe two? Depending on the size of the chicken breast. (laughs) Sometimes they come huge. Um, That's about... The size, so serving size is three ounces. So you're looking at three servings. So about the size of three card decks, three decks of cards is going to be about your serving or about the size. I don't know if that helped you any or not. Um, So it's going to be, if you're, if you've got the big, big chicken breast, then it's going to be, you know, probably one of those would be plenty. Um, I did purchase a food scale because, and I I can use that too and see. And Linda, can you really have too much chicken? Really, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> if you're Thank a chicken you. lover, can you ever have too much chicken? <laughs> because what I did tonight, I you know, I I knew I was using you know, going to use the entire can of black beans. I was going to use the entire can of corn, even though it called for a quarter cup on both of those. Um, and so I just cooked a pan of boneless, skinless chicken breast and then chopped up what I cooked. So um, I, I didn't, I don't measure stuff much. Um, I might, when I'm baking, yes, I do measure. But when I'm cooking, no, I, I, I hardly ever measure. I just put, you know, what I want to put in there. And um, my husband hasn't complained yet. So sounds really good, especially with the cilantro. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know that um, in some places it is getting harder to find chopped spinach. Now, that might have been just around the holidays. I'm not sure. But I know some places are having a hard time finding, folks are finding, um, having a hard time finding the chopped spinach. But, and I like cilantro. So. Okay. Do we have any other raised hands? Not at this time. All right. So, Courtney, I think you brought up a great point on this type of recipe. This is one that you can sneak in a lot of vegetables and a lot of protein. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people in your family aren't going to say a word about it. But you know you're giving them a little extra vegetables. Right. Um, And, you know, and you put your, you know, Mexican, Mexican seasoned blends, your spicy blends. And, you know... That's that's really good. Um, something I and I may try to make this one night. Um, but if you do some roasted vegetables, 
make you some roasted vegetable burritos. Um, at first, I kind of like, uh, you know, um, but when I did Weight Watchers, my Weight Watchers coach gave me this recipe and you just roast whatever vegetables you would normally roast the way you would normally roast them. So some of the ones I do are sweet potatoes, radishes, um, squash, zucchini, onions, mushrooms, uh, carrots, cauliflower, broccoli. I just, you know, um, those are just some of the ones that I do roast. And so what you have left over, um, you know, save them for leftovers the next day. And you just put you some seasoned rice. So I put me up some rice and I put about a tablespoon-ish, depending on the size amount I'm cooking, um, of chili powder in my rice while it's cooking. You can also use quinoa if you want to use that instead of rice. Then I put a little of my seasoned rice on my flour tortilla, put my roasted vegetables on there on top of my grains. Then I put some black beans on there. Um, and then I sprinkle a little either pepper jack or um, cheddar on there, sometimes a combo. And then just roll them up and heat it up in the oven for just a little bit. And oh my gosh, it is so delicious. And you, like I said, I didn't think it would be good. I thought, well, I'm going to try it just to see. And my husband begs for them. And he's, I told y'all, he is not a vegetable eater. But that is one way that I can get him to eat vegetables. Um, and he knows there's no meat in there. <laughs> and he knows it's all vegetables. But it's just the combination of all those textures and flavors together. It's just, it, it's really, really good. Um, we do have what, another hand when you would like to take that. Let me know. Okay. All right. I'll go ahead. It's Jill. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Um, just a little tip. Um, I was thinking of maybe trying it with a rotisserie chicken just to make yes, it really yes. easy. And just, yes. Uh, buy it and shred that then I don't have to worry about cooking it and if it's done or not right that that is a good little shortcut yes yes and of course our grocery stores and we only have two in town here but they don't do the rotisserie chickens um and so my nearest Walmart is 30 minutes away um so I can't just hop a cab Ziggy stop um, so I can't just, you know, hop in a cab and go. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, and but sometimes, you know, close to the end of the day, you can catch those rotisserie chickens like two or three dollars off or even half price. Mm-hmm. And if you can catch them like that, get as many as you can. Take them home, mm-hmm. debone them. Don't throw the bones or the skins away. Throw those in your stock pot. Fill it full of mm-hmm. water and maybe a few more seasonings like salt and pepper and garlic and all. And and you can even throw it in the crock pot your, with your bones and your skin and your broth. And um, make some chicken broth. It makes really good chicken broth. And, um, and then you can bag that, the chicken broth up or you can... Mm-hmm. Um, Put it in little freezer bowls and stick it in the freezer. So when you need chicken broth, you've got it. Ziggy, set timer for yeah, 10 minutes. And you keep Sorry, hearing no. about all the 
um, health benefits of the bone broth. Right. Yes. yes. And there are lots but of I recipes. Mm-hmm. And th- there's, I'm sorry, stop, Ziggy, stop. <laughs> she irritates me. Um, but yeah, there are tons of recipes out there for making your own bone broth. Um, mm-hmm. And and I have done some, yeah, I just threw it in the crock pot and um, cooked it for about 24 hours just to get all the good stuff out of it. And um and then you just strain your, your broth of all the, the mm-hmm. bones and any of the skin that remains. And so. I'll have to try that. Yes. Yes. It's really, really good. Really good. Okay. Do we have any other hands, Kayla? Yes, we do. Tony, you may unmute. Hey, Tony. How are you, my friend? Okay, this might sound, this might be a silly question, but I'm curious. All right. Know. Now, um, you know the big chicken legs. Can uh-huh. you use, can you shred those and use them? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. It's going to oh, be, okay. of course, that's going to be your dark meat. And, you know, it's going to have more flavor. Um in it and it's not going to be dry like your chicken breast but yes ma'am okay use whatever part of the chicken you can you know if you can use it all you uh-huh. know wings you know the meat off the wings the thighs uh-huh. legs yeah yes ma'am okay be resourceful okay. be resourceful with your your chickens okay 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 i thought that might be a silly question but okay no ma'am no ma'am all right okie dokie thanks for coming hey Um, dj and you know you mentioned about um you know making the 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 broth there uh, by using the uh you know uh bones or whatever Uh that's what tony's mom but tony's mom used to do that Quite a bit, and she was one of those waste not want not people. So, um, mm-hmm. she she actually used the bones that were you know left from and and uh, making broth that way, and she make herself a nice little uh, soup or something like that. There, right? And, you know, yeah, yeah. She used to do. Yeah, that. you can but, use your chicken broth for you know your chicken noodle soup, uh, chicken mm-hmm. and dumplings, you know. Things like that, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, Courtney, and listening to D- you and DJ on this, this might be a future call for us, you know, like how to stock a pantry and how to stock a freezer and yes. using items like this so that way, you know, it's easier, mm-hmm. it's simpler, and, you know, you're not depending on the grocery store and it's you're controlling right. your salt and everything. Right, right. right. Very economical, mm-hmm. very healthy. Yes, yes. You can control what you're, you're you know, what, the intake that you're putting into your body, and you know what you're putting into yourself. Exactly. So that, would, that, exactly. Would be a, that would be a good uh, future call, like she said. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good call, too. Thank you, darling. Thank y'all for coming, and thanks for your input. Okay, Kayla, do we have any more raised hands? And something else you can do, you know, when you start deboning your chickens and all, if you don't have time to do the broth, 
put your bones in a Ziploc bag and throw them in the freezer. And sometimes you may not even have enough to do, you know, a big pot of chicken broth. So just keep adding your bones to that bag until it gets full. And of course, then start another one. And when you get enough or you have the time, say, you know, you have a weekend where you have nothing going on, then you can make up several batches of chicken broth and get it ready to freeze. You can also can it. Um, I am not an expert on canning. I've never done it. I've wanted to do it. And I know it can be done. I've got to talk to a friend of mine who is a totally blind uh, lady, and she does a lot of canning and preserving. So I'm going to try to get her to come talk to us one night. Um, so, Courtney, yeah. just yes, so you know, we're about 12 minutes, and we have two hands right now. Okay. Who's our next so, hand? Diana. Hi, Diana. Good evening, everybody. Um, thank you so much for doing this. This is I, the one of the things, my favorite things is Southwest egg rolls from El Chico. <laughs> so, um, uh, I have a comment and then a question, uh, with the comment is they, uh, now make, I don't know if anybody has seen it, uh, and I've picked it up once, but I don't have a bottle right now, but they make a, as a possible alternative, maybe to somebody that didn't want to do the, the, the dip that you're talking about they do mm -hmm. make an avocado ranch dressing um and they i don't know if they make it like in the in the regular style but they have one now that's made with yogurt um and so it's oh, avocado okay. ranch and i don't know the brand, but that's a possibility too if someone didn't want to do the whole homemade dip thing um okay. that was Thank my comment that. and then the Thank question you. was sure and then the question was uh and this may sound kind of gross, I don't know, to people, but could you possibly use like the cans of chicken breast? You know, they like Swanson stuff has the canned chicken breast meat. Or do you think that you would could. not work? I was thinking about that, but I'm thinking mm, maybe that wouldn't work. If you, but I would imagine yes, if you, you flaked it up kind of like the tuna. I mean, yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. you, know. you can. Again, it's going to give it, it's going to be a little bit different uh, flavor. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they sell flavored chicken breasts. I know sometimes they do the tuna. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, it may be a little bit different flavor is all. Mm -hmm. But, yes, mm -hmm. yes, you can. Okay. If you're yeah, in a real quick pinch, yeah. And then one thing I would do on that, if you're using the can, I would make sure you just kind of drain it off because, you know, there's going to be just a little bit of water, moisture definitely. in there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I would, I would rinse it as well. I would join okay. it and rinse it. And that's, that's what idea. I that's what I do with my tuna is I, I drain it and rinse it and then I squeeze it really uh -huh. tight, squeeze it dry, just uh -huh. like I do my spinach when I'm using frozen spinach. Okay. So that's what All I would right. do just to get as much moisture I'll, out I'll of it. Try as you can. That then. All right. All okay. right. When you Thank do you. get back with us and let us know how it worked out for you, okay? Okay. I will do. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Okay, do we have any other hands, Kayla? Yep, we have Peggy. Hi, Peggy. Hi. <clears throat> um, you know, I love to make soup with rotisserie chicken bones, like you talked about. Yes, ma'am. And, um, you know, what I do is uh, after I've made the broth, I throw in, um, you know, the chicken parts that were still good, you know, and then I throw mm -hmm. in... Um, uh, a can of red spot beans, a can of corn, 
Uh, mm-hmm. I'll throw in carrots and onions and celery too, or whatever I've got, you know, that kind of thing, onion, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I, uh, <clears throat> I, um, I put some orzo in there because I kind of like the texture of orzo in the soup mm-hmm. and it really comes out good. I call it chicken tortilla soup. It's not really, but I call it that anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds so good. So when you start making that pot of soup, you let me know and I'll be on my way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be a good yeah. way to use, if you did only use a quarter cup of the black beans for this and a quarter cup of corn, you could use the rest in the soup. So <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so, so thanks Peggy, for sharing that. Peggy, sure. would you do us a favor and send that recipe um, to our ECB cooks? Um, you know, that's one I would like to experiment with. Definitely. I love orzo myself. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Great. I'll, I'll send it over. Thank, Thank you. you. Sure. Yeah. If y'all would like oh, to share any of the taco rest- seasoning usually or some, something like that too. But uh, yeah. anyway. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thank you. If y'all have recipes that you would like to try or like for us to try, um, or if you've mentioned them here and you want to share them, please feel free to send your recipe to acbcooks at gmail.com. And what I do is I clean them up, you know, just get rid of all the advertisements and just get them in a plain text format. And then I post them to the cooks list. Um, And that way I'm trying to keep down a lot of traffic on that list because most of us are on several email group lists and we get tons of emails a day. So I try to keep that traffic to a minimum there. All right. Do we have any other raised hands, Kayla? Nope, not at this time. So, Courtney, I want to say thank you. I mean, you know, you know, I love to cook and I just, you know, experiment with everything. But adding the seasoning to the rice that you mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Now, that is a tip I'm walking away with because that is awesome. Ziggy, stop. Um, Yeah, it's a it's a quick one. Ziggy, stop. Um, Yeah, it's really good. And. Sometimes, you know, I'll just take that seasoned rice like that and I will um, pour enchilada sauce on there and maybe put some either onions. I may even cook the onions in with the rice. Um, So if I don't cook the onions in with the rice, then I'll put some minced onion in there. And um, with the enchilada sauce and then put it in like a 9 by 13, whatever size pan I've got. And um, you want to put it in a glass dish and put some cheese on top of it and stick it in the oven until the cheese melts and you've got Mexican rice. Girl, you know I'm over there tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Kayla, how are we on them? We have just a, um, we have one hand real quick and it's iPhone and we have about six or seven minutes left. Okay. All right, well, we'll take this last question or comment, and then we'll start wrapping up. Hi, who is who are we speaking with? Jimmy Smith. Oh, my goodness. Hello, Mr. Smith. Do you have a question or a comment? Why and would you fry? A, it needs to be ACB friendly. Why would you fry those um, egg rolls or burritos as long as you baked them? Surely you wouldn't fry those 10 minutes. No, 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 no. Um, well, now it said on the recipe 10 minutes. I cooked them for 10 and then I flipped them and cooked them for 10 more. Yeah, in the oven, but you wouldn't fry them that yes. way, would you? 
No, you wouldn't fry them for 20 minutes. No, you would just stick them in there and then just cook them for like 10 minutes in the hot, hot oil. All righty then. All right. Well, thanks for showing up. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So we will go ahead and start wrapping things up. So tonight, again, we made Southwestern egg rolls. And if you would like the recipe, be sure to send an email to acbcooks plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And I'll get this recipe out uh, in the morning. And um, if you have questions or have recipes you would like to share with us, you can send those to acbcooks at gmail.com. If you have questions or um, anything for me or Carrie, you can also send questions to that Gmail account. All right. So next week we will be cooking red velvet sandwich cookies. I can't wait uh, for we'll be doing that for Valentine's Day. So uh, I want to say thank you to Kayla for hosting for us today and to Jeff Bishop for streaming for us. Thank you all so much for coming. Um, Carrie, thank you for stopping in and helping out tonight. And we will see you all again next week. Y'all have a good week and we'll see you at the next community event.